I'm Ramsey the loud one. I'm Jesse the short one. Put, Put us, us both into one. one. We are. Lots of noise, always too fast. Lots of laughs. Here's our podcast, the loud and short of it. Hi, and welcome to the loud and short of it. I'm Ramsey the loud one. And I'm Jesse the short one. This week we have December's variety hour. Mm-hmm. We're coming at you with five hot topics. Uh, video games, television, music, politics, and an ever-rotating other. I have not been to a Hot Topic in a long time. <laughs> oh, okay, thank God. You don't look like it. <laughs> you feel like you'd bring your kid to one. <laughs> oh, man. All right, you ready to dive into this? Yeah. We're starting off fucking funky, because we usually either do politics or something sad at first. We're going to do video games right off the top. Just starting off with the, uh, the silliest one. This is the goofiest one. The console war is dead. And let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not even funny. It's just nerdy. We're <laughs> <laughs> starting off nerdy this time. So uh, the last month, the uh, all the new consoles launched: the Xbox Series X, the PlayStation Five, the Xbox Series S, or something. I don't know. There was three of them, though. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, not a Nintendo one, though. So no, not a Nintendo one. It seems like the Switch is gonna last taller. I kind of like the idea of them being staggered like that because Nintendo, the Wii U, dropped at a different time than the. Four and f- then the PS4 and the Xbox One. Oh, it must so. entirely be and by the Switch, design. So like the Nintendo just separates us. So. Yeah, they're like we don't care about being powerful, but we also can't compete. Like no kid's gonna be like, yeah, mom, I don't know. Spider Man looks cool on the PlayStation Five, but let me get a fucking Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the uh, the article we picked was mostly just a segue for us to talk about the console war or whatever. Yeah, uh, reading. You got here for us. <laughs> but uh, all these consoles fucking sold out everywhere yeah according to everything records have been smashed every single one has been a resounding success to be fair uh for uh this year what better thing could you want than a video game console no fucking <laughs> Everyone's kidding. stuck inside this was a good time to sell yeah it's funny too just thinking back to like 2013 and how hard it was to get a ps4 mm-hmm. it was just i remember like i was like 17 or whatever my mom i was like mom i want a ps4 for christmas she's like oh okay uh, I'm not finding it for you. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I had to go and like go on like all these like website trackers for stock. And then eventually I found like Walmart was going to restock at 7 a.m. So I had my mom Jesus. drive me to Walmart. And I fucking went and I stood in line at Walmart at 7 a.m. And I picked it up. It was Did like, you say the PS4 came out in 2013? Yeah. Oh, man. November 2013. I just didn't was... care about console games for a long no. time. Then. Well, that was the other thing, too, is like the... PS4, I think the reason, too, the PS5 and Xbox X or whatever selling, selling out so much is, like, they're an insane value. Like, they mm. are great. Like, every part in it is, like, up to date. Like, because I remember in 2013, like, where everyone who played PC was, like, no, all these consoles are, like, outdated as fuck because that's how it always was. But now, like, the PS5 is running shit at 60, fucking running shit at 4K. Like, for $500, yeah. dude, like... If you want to talk about convenience, like, I can't tell people, like, don't buy this, get a gaming PC. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you do. <laughs> You're getting your money's worth either way. That's fair. Yeah. You don't have to pay $65, $75 for a game now, though. Yeah, that's true. I think uh, it is funny, that's though. That's not what we're talking about. No. Uh, this year, though, dude, like, it's it seems fucking impossible to find a console. It's mostly due to scalpers and whatnot. But yeah, like, well, all you got to do is spend a thousand dollars to get one. Is dude, apparently, the new thing, bro. So I'm because I'm a masochist. I have the StockX app where I, I use for shoes, not video game consoles. <laughs> and I did the tracker. Yeah, he's a different kind of nerd. <laughs> I did the track. By the way, this is so funny to see everyone bitch about resale. Cause I'm like, dude, my life is hell. Like, if you <laughs> like shoes, that's all you get. Um, 
I did the tracker for like the PS4. I think like one of them sold, or one of them sold, or PS5. One of them sold for like twelve hundred fucking dollars. Yeah, I, I mean, insane. I check Craigslist daily, not for any specific purpose, but I guess <laughs> you know I'm into that stuff. Um, Jesse checks it because he gave himself a limit time limit on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, it's my it's my third social media. Um, but yeah, they're just every other thing is PS5 or the Xbox being sold for like eight hundred to twelve hundred dollars, yeah. just every single second. My favorite one that I was most confused by was uh, somebody was selling one for a thousand dollars with a hundred dollar Amazon gift card, and I was like, why not just sell it for nine hundred dollars like a normal fucking person? I guess that's probably like the maybe that just assumes value. Maybe that guy is a smart businessman. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you know something we don't. Yeah. But on a Craigslist, just gift cards in general, I'd be wary of, like, how do you yeah. check if that's real? But At that but. point, it's like, who fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, it is just weird, though, to think about, like, it, now, like, even with Corona happening, like, PlayStation still fucked this completely. Within seconds, they were sold out online. Oh, yeah. Like, within seconds. The, and the, it's not because, like, let's not pretend that this is, like, incompetence, that they, they just fucked it up because they're stupid. They, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Oh, I think okay. They, I see they actively intended for this to happen. Yeah. Because it, it now people are hyped more hyped for the yeah. PS5 than they would have been if they were just like, oh yeah, it went great. Everybody that yeah. wanted one got one. We didn't sell out. They saw how fucking well scarcity was working for the toilet paper shit six <laughs> months ago, and they're like, I I know exactly what the fuck we need to do with these new consoles. If you tell people they can only buy one, they'll bring their family and buy three. Oh, 100%, bro. I'll get a, if I had to pick between toilet paper and PS5, I'll buy a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it's crazy, dude. It doesn't see, it seems like everyone is just buying whatever console they can find. They're yeah. all equally hard to find. I don't understand how anybody is buying the Xbox One, but maybe I'm just an old man who doesn't understand it. But I think you're, you're an old man. It is one of those things mm. that just people with PCs are, but it just has no not exclusives. Enough. It just doesn't make any sense. What the fuck's the point of it over the it PlayStation? It doesn't make sense at all. And the PlayStation controllers are nicer now. Like, they're yeah. beautiful. Also, Xbox doesn't have cool exclusives. If uh, What if somebody was buying a console and they simply didn't have uh, four feet by three feet of cubic space to house <laughs> the car-sized PS5? <laughs> so they bought the little Xbox because it would fit that in their living sense. room. I like the idea of someone just being like, ah... I already have a router. <laughs> I don't want to know anything that looks like a router. It's going to confuse my mom. <laughs> I uh, I thought the way that it's shaped very cool, except for the fact you can't lean on its side without no. a, a stand. But uh, And I'm not even that into consoles, but I did watch an unboxing video just because I had seen all the memes about how big it is. This thing is fucking it's huge. huge. <laughs> like, it's Appar stupid. And apparently it's heavier than it looks. Some dude was like, <laughs> unbox this giant thing, and he was like, oh man, this thing's really dense. And I was like, <laughs> it's fucking massive <laughs> the unboxing i watched the guy said he was six feet and halfway through the video he just set it next to him and stood next to it and it looked like he had a small robotic child around. i was like this should be the size of your foot this should look like some futuristic fucking wally you can game on <laughs> man if it was i would have bought it right away yeah me too Fuck. Uh, anyway, to to end on, I got a I got a fun note right, for these consoles uh, and and the end of the console war. Yeah. I read some amazing stories, and I want to get involved, but I'm afraid of getting attacked. Of people uh, telling this, like going on Craigslist and fucking with the scammers and leading them on hilarious goose chases to be like, I'll meet you here. Oh no, wait oh. here. Oh no, wait here. 
all over the place. Oh, we got to write that down. <laughs> it's that so fuck. much fun. That was uh, that's very good. The best one I saw was a guy like convinced another one to meet him at the police station. Oh um, my god! Like, and that makes sense for Craigslist because you're yeah. like, I don't, you you can't get robbed if you're right there. And, he was like, <laughs> and turn yourself in for being a piece of shit. <laughs> no idea god. if it's real, but funny uh, as fuck nonetheless. We have to pray it is. If you bought a PlayStation Five or multiple of them and are selling them for three times as much as they're worth, just go, just fucking they're not, do it. They're just, not watching this. Right. <laughs> they're buying Bitcoin and looking how to get on the next wave. Yeah, they're they're fucking they're taking the PS Five profits and putting in Robin Hood. Yeah, that's what to say. <laughs> fucking clowns. Oh man, be a real businessman. Fuck off with the scalping shit. <laughs> All right, now moving into a more positive note. Um. Alex Trebek has passed away. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Jeopardy has a new guest host. Uh, I'm excited for this guest what's host. His na- you know way more about Jeopardy than I do. Oh, his name? I don't know. His- who cares about his name? <laughs> <laughs> but he's uh, he- he's been pretty famous on the show as far as I'm Ken aware. Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings. He's won like a hundred times in a row. That's over a million is. dollars. Oh, fuck. Why do you know so much about Jeopardy? And he's not... Because I watched Jeopardy with my grandma growing up. Oh, that makes way I've more seen, sense. I've seen like hundreds of episodes of Jeopardy. My, my, my notes for this is literally feels bad, man. Every other game show is dog shit, in my opinion. <laughs> Alex Trebek was simply the fucking man, and I don't get why people watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only time in my life I ever watched Jeopardy was, like, in the living room when we lived together. We were just like, because you and fucking Taylor would watch it and eat food. I'm like, this is a weird thing to I do. Like, I think Jeopardy is, like, the, the perfect amount of challenge. Because, like, yeah. it, it's not... Most, like, trivia you do is either, like, so specialized to some nerdy fucking yeah. bullshit that one dude's going to be like, oh, I could name every single character in Star Trek <laughs> 1 through 800... And the balloon, or whatever the yeah. fuck they do in Star Trek. Pirates, right? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> and Jeopardy manages to... It's everything, but it's yeah. always hard. And it's I, fun, because when you get one, it's, yeah. it's good. You just get Because it does have those moments wherever, like, you'll have that fucking, like, you get thrown back to, like, fifth grade geometry, and you're like, <laughs> I remember what this thing's called. My favorite shit is when they do pop culture ones, because it'll be like, if there's one row of it, I will gas that shit mm-hmm. immediately, and then they'll ask about, like, math or science, I'm like, I don't fucking know. See, but they always have, like, a good mix. Or sometimes it'll be, like, such a weirdly specific category, and you'll yeah. be like, I'm about to fucking nail it. <laughs> like, they were, like, 90s football players, and yeah. Ben just, like, perked up in the living room, and yeah. like, oh, I fucking got it. I think, like... Even with that, though, I think the main thing that kept me, and I was just in a special take, but the main thing that kept me there was Alex Trebek. Like, oh, this yeah. is, like, honestly the fucking one of the funniest people ever. Just the way this man could, like, wholesomely tear down some fucking giant dweebo <laughs> on his show was, like, incredible to me. Like, it hit a point where I remember, like, we were watching the living room, and I was like, I want to be like him. <laughs> I was like, how do you fucking, like, bully someone kindly? They, yeah, and then they smile at you right afterwards. Yeah. I think there's a certain star quality Alex Trebek that just can't be, like, you can't match it somewhere else. Yeah, he's always kind of, like, kind, too, like, the way he carried himself. Cause it was funny, it was, like, watching, like, it was like whenever you were in like theater class and you were like a jock or whatever, which uh-huh. <laughs> and then like you had to hang out with the theater kids and you were like, oh fuck, all right, I guess yeah. we better make do. <laughs> Let's have a good time. And he's just he is like an ultra nerd. He was just dummy smart as well, so I think that's why he could get away with it. Yeah, that's true. It's like oh, when st- it's like when they do uh, roasts and it's it's comedians roasting each other. It's funny because they're like, oh, we we get the same. We're in the yeah. same spheres. Yeah. 
If they did a roast at your back, it wouldn't have been funny. <laughs> it would have been fucking brutal. <laughs> I think, uh, I guess my main thing with this is like him being the replacement. The reason I chose this instead of the Alex Rebecca's has died article is like, I wonder if the show is going to continue on. I, like similar to like if we're gonna like it as much I, I pray it does because I think Jeopardy is the best game show like I said before because yeah. I don't know all the other ones are fucking stupid it's, I don't know for sure but it's lasted so damn long the only yeah. other show I could think of that's lasted as long as The Price is Right and I couldn't tell you right now if that's still going on Oh, it is. It is. Yeah, but no one cares. Anymore. No, no like, one it's cares. Over. Um, <laughs> we had a uh, we had satellite in our frat house, and uh, me <laughs> and my friend Keyshawn watched the Prices Right episodes, and I don't know if they're reruns, <laughs> so I'm just assuming it's still going. I I like to think they still use the same cameras, so you never know if it's a rerun. <laughs> but um, no, I think if there's anybody that's gonna be able to take the reins on Jeopardy, it's gonna be Ken Jennings, because yeah. like people that are obsessed with Jeopardy already are like obsessed with Ken Jennings. Yeah, and I've. I've heard um, that like him and Trebek would tweet back. Well, obviously not Trebek because he's ninety, but like yeah. Ken Jennings and Alex Trebek's team would tweet back and forth funny stuff. Yeah, well, that's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> and I, he's also like not because there's been some people that have won like twenty games of Jeopardy that when I'm watching, I'll actively root against. Yeah, them. I'm, like get this fucking nerd off my screen. But Ken Jennings is like a to be fair, a Jesse. Guy. We sit there and we're like, this guy's got a funny nose. Get him out of here. <laughs> believe that's where we coined the term jeopardy hot <laughs> somebody's on here <laughs> that person is Shout for sure jeopardy hot <laughs> oh all right we're that's it that, that topic's done <laughs> fuck <laughs> oh man i like that that one didn't have to be explained <laughs> yeah. uh i guess all in all r.i.p alex trebek it is a huge loss yeah. but uh we pray jeopardy can continue it's the only it's the only one i don't want it to be canceled yeah Oh, man. But uh, that's that. Moving into our other for the week. Other is like always movies. Have you noticed that? Because I, I definitely have. Because we don't get to talk about movies other than the ones we're reviewing. Yeah, we don't get normal. to get into movie news. <laughs> so let me let me just dive in. Yeah, this uh, is bad movie news. This? Or depending on who you are. Wait, let me give, give, I'll give you a take in a little bit. Okay. Uh, so HBO Max and Warner Brothers. Uh, Warner Brothers is a... Uh, HBO Max is owned by Warner Brothers and HBO. It is a joint thing, and they have a bunch of the Warner Brothers slate on there, and they have decided that for 2021, all of the Warner Brothers new releases are going to be day and date on the streaming service for free. So for what he's saying is when they come out in theaters, they're also at home. Yeah, it is going to be the, the month the movie comes out, that is when they're going to be out, and then they're going to be taken off and imagine sold on digital or gone to the theaters i don't know exactly how it works it's a little yeah. it's a little murky but day one that's that's the important thing so yep. like box office weekend that we, the metric that's been used forever yep how, what, do you, what does that mean anymore now i had i literally have two ta- two potential takes right you also down. wrote down every movie <laughs> that's coming out i want to go through them because they're insane yeah like some of them of are stuff fucking there. crazy uh i think that it could go one of two ways a this is it this is what movies are, and movie theaters are going to become a more niche thing. Uh, similar to, we have uh, Arbor Hills 8, or Great Hills or whatever. It's like, a, it only plays indie movies in Austin. It's fucking awesome. Mm. Um, but that's the possibility of what movies are going to become. I don't know if we're going to have our Alamo draft houses in I the think, same way we always have. I think uh, no matter how this pans out, the, the writing's been on the wall that that's happening. For a long time, I don't know, dude, because opening like box office shit has o- has always been going up, mm. like it has not been going down. So I guess the one thing 
that I can like fucking try and like, you know, hold out hope for is that going to the movies is like one of the most American fucking traditions we have in this country, akin to baseball, whatever the fuck. I don't know if Americans are ready to give that up. It, we don't know. And yeah. I personally am not. And I don't, I don't think we would be. Cause I'm going to be honest with you. It, this may be backwards, but I'm more willing to go fucking see a movie I don't care that much about if my friends want me to go with them. Or if oh, me and my dad... I wouldn't have seen fucking Rambo 5 in movie theaters, but my dad was <laughs> like, hey, do you want to see Rambo 5? And I was like, holy fuck, you want to spend time with me? <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible movie. <laughs> hey, I love you, my dad liked it. But that's that's one of those things that why I, I, I will always fight or argue that we should keep the movie theaters around and give them their money as much as we can. Yeah. Because Rambo 5, dog shit movie. Yeah. Rambo 5 in a theater with your dad, great, great. fucking movie. <laughs> Just fucking immaculate. If if this goes the way of, A, where movie theaters go away, the only thing I can pray for is that indie filmmakers don't get pushed to the wayside uh, by Netflix and everywhere who's who's been giving them a great... And fuck Amazon, but they've given like indie movie filmmakers like a decent platform to sell their movie. Mm-hmm. We have to pray they don't get pushed to the wayside. Um, my other thought process is that um, they're not going anywhere. My big thing is if Disney does it too, we're fucked. But <laughs> if they don't and Warner Bros. is the one stepping out and doing it, I think this is literally them just trying to keep their fucking... Like, profits even or whatever and, and yeah. get get way more money from the uh streaming accounts that they're gonna lose from getting like putting the movies out because tenant fucking lost a shitload of money so they're hoping with one Roman 1984 they're gonna be like well we can't keep this movie another fucking year it's already been pushed out six months yeah um but if it happens with black widow we're fucked <laughs> <It's over. laughs> but i did want to go through some of the movies that are on the slate number one christmas day wonder woman 1984 yeah holy fuck the shocking one. That was the first one announced. <laughs> and then a bunch... Then the rest of the fucking slate was announced like a week later, I think. We got In the Heights, which is Lin-Manuel Miranda's musical movie that they're turning into a movie. Yeah. This is huge with theater people. Yeah. I have an insider, I know. He, he, that's the Hamilton guy. <laughs> yeah. No. The he Hamilton Another color. one. Uh, this is Hamilton 2, Electric Boogaloo in the streets. <laughs> well, it's pretty similar, I imagine. <laughs> I have, I've never seen it. I refuse to watch it. <laughs> Uh, Matrix 4 with all the original cast and the original directors returning that seems like a huge fucking thing that was that has been I didn't know that was a I didn't know that existed until really? you just said it no oh this has been a this has been a thing apparently uh-huh. um, The Many Saints in Newark The Sopranos movie that one's less surprising but still Jesus Christ this could have been a fucking like pretty decent pretty decent movie release yeah um one that the only reason it's on this list is because I think it's the wildest one: Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, why would you want to watch that at home? And you could see it in a movie theater. What? I, look, was Godzilla two a shit movie? Absolutely. But the fact that this, I'm not gonna watch this movie on my fucking phone. Yeah. I don't give a flying fuck. I liked watching it in theaters because a giant lizard was screaming at you, and I was eating popcorn. I'm not gonna watch. What am I gonna fucking make some Jiffy Pop and watch this shit <laughs> on a Saturday? No, I have better things to watch. <laughs> The Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad sequel, which maybe this is better for it because, you know, there's a lot of bad will tied to that movie. But James Gunn's directing it, so, you know. Okay. It's, it's a huge movie. Mm-hmm. The Conjuring 3. Ooh. Another one. Can't fucking believe this is going day and day digital because The Conjuring has brought, you can say whatever the fuck you want about the quality of these movies, dude. The, these movies bring in a fuckload of money. Yeah. Before Deadpool, The Conjuring was the most profitable radar movie, I think, released. Hmm. We covered that, I think. Yeah, and we then did. we did. The last one, Dune. The, I would argue the second biggest movie on this list. So Batman? No, Batman's not going to be on there. 
Okay. That's cool. I like that. What do you mean? So Batman's just going to be in the theaters? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman's okay. going... Batman, because Bat, they think that's what they... That was a smart move of them. They pushed Dune out and was like, yeah, it's coming out a year from now. Because Dune is one of those things that seems big to nerds. And then I feel like when it comes out to general release, like, no one's yeah. going to watch that movie. It's going to be like Blade Runner 2 or whatever the fuck. But Batman is guaranteed fucking money. Mm-hmm. They would be moronic to, <laughs> to put this shit out on digital. I think the only other one that's a little crazy they did was Wonder Woman, but, you know. I'm excited for Wonder Woman. I, I liked the first one. I am, too. I just think that they put the only reason they're putting out Wonder Woman now is because they're like, we this movie has been delayed so many times. If we delay it again, they're going to be fucked. And people are, it's, COVID cases are rising in America. Uh, yeah, I also totally understand for a movie that's supposed to come out in December to be like, hey, you don't have to go to the theater for this one. Yeah. It's just crazy that some of these movies are coming out so far away from now and they're already pre-announcing, hey, a year from now, yeah. these are still going to be digital. I think they just, that is the other kind of sad thing that's like kind of scary and telltale is that, you know, maybe they, they know, know something. Yeah, they probably know. <laughs> hey, probably, I, I bet you like fucking AMC is going down. Or something. Yeah. But, you know, if Alamo can stay, we're going to be fine. We, See, we just I have think, to hold out hope for Alamo. I think, like, uh, and I know if you're not from Austin or one of the major cities that Alamo's in, it probably probably gets tiring every single time we bring yeah. movies. Just be like, <laughs> Alamo. <laughs> but I think uh, theaters like the Alamo are going to be the last ones to go. Yeah, I agree. Because they could, they could be like, we're not showing any movies that anybody wants to see anymore. We're going to show you... Uh, um, Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Fucking Every day, gremlins. 24 hours, you have to watch it in a row. Yeah. You're not allowed to leave your seat, and we're going to spit on you. Dude, and I almost like, texted yeah, you. Yeah, fuck it, let's yeah. do it. Unironically, I, I almost texted you. I was like, hey, you want? I was going to be like, you want to see Batman Returns? And I was like, let me check the tickets first. Completely fucking sold out <laughs> a week and a half ahead of time. Like, holy shit. Yeah. No, there's just Man. something about that. And I think that's that ties back to when you're saying like going to the movies is an American pastime. Yeah, that 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 all idea started before there was these giant conglomerate movie theaters. Yeah, that whole like that that American pastime started because there was a bunch of local, each yeah, individual local movie theater that sold popcorn and yeah, talk to you. <laughs> I pray the drive-in theater is going to pop back. There's a new one this. opening in Austin. I don't oh remember the name God. of it, but you could Google new yeah. one in Austin. Pop Austin. right up. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sure every city in the U.S. is getting a new one with COVID as well. No kidding. All right. Well, that is a that is our other for the week. That yeah, is that's our... more of like a stay tuned news. Than yeah, something that's happening now. But we'll give you we'll give you an update on that. You'll see. <laughs> you'll see if we slowly start crying in the middle of monthly <laughs> movie reviews. How we're feeling about that? It, oh, if if Alamo announces they're going out of business, there's no episode for that month. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we need to grieve. Uh, all right. Well, I guess moving into music. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a little There's another bummy one, little heavy one. Um, I think the most interesting. That's cause, just because I listen to rap music so much. Uh, there has been way more references to depression, and suicide, and rap music in the past. I think from a study from 1998 to 2018, um, there had been like a 68% growth in mentions of depression, suicide, mental health issues. Um, which is pretty insane to me, I guess. Because, like, you got to think about, like, what rap used to be in the 90s, where me and my friend Cameron were talking about this the other day. We were, like, talking about, and rappers, like, fucking Biggie got shot, Tupac got shot and shit, and we were like, yeah, that's just how things were in the 90s, and now (laughs) it's just, like, rappers are passing away because of fucking, like, suicide and, like, drug overdoses and shit, and I was like, 
the issues now are honestly scarier than they were before. Yeah. Um, I think uh, it is fun. It is uh, interesting to think about. Like right now, Mac Miller, I would say of our generation, is one of the biggest rappers. Your favorite rapper, obviously. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> the one time I told Randy like the Mac Miller song, and I haven't lived that one down. Apparently, <laughs> I, uh, I I used to be someone who did not like Mac Miller at all, and then I started listening to more of his music, and it was just like a lot of it is sad as fuck. Mm-hmm. But it is just kind of telling that like our generation I've noticed really fucking likes that shit. Because I feel like it resonates with them so much more. Because we have the fucking, we have the hype music where we talk about, dro- they talk about drug dealing, fucking killing people and yeah. shit. We, you know, we love it, but like. And pandas. Oh, yeah. Panda, 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 panda. <laughs> I guarantee someone's out there doesn't understand what that is they're too young. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Raps about wildlife. <laughs> but even like, uh, Lil Peep, XXX, Tentacion, or whatever the fuck, like super huge rappers some of the biggest rappers of our time they passed away from fucking drug overdoses all their music is riddled with uh mentions of depression mentions of suicide and shit and it's it's just strange how much music has changed specifically within rap i feel like out of everything i I feel like most other genres haven't gotten more genuine as time has gone on like rap has rap has become way more of a Hmm. So you know what I mean? Look at you with the with the smart guy NPR <laughs> take. Whoa! I'm I'm chill this week. <laughs> this is two guys on your shoulders on NPR. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. That was dummy deep, crazy. <laughs> but I uh, I would just I like when you said that mentions of suicide and depression rose 68 percent in rap music from 1998 to 20, 2018 i'd like to know what the statistic on depression and suicides rose yeah is that similar to 68 percent it was kind of just like the music just followed the general populace or is it more that the music became more genuine not that it just followed what was actually happening yeah i think maybe, or maybe the music is causing it Maybe, maybe it's so sad it's making the rest of us sad. <laughs> Lil Peep. thought about that. <laughs> Lil Peep bummed us out. <laughs> I didn't have depression. That listened to Lil Peep. I was, I was doing fine, and then a rapper killed himself. And I've been <laughs> I've been terrible since then. His life, life went downhill. No one clipped this. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. It was one of those things that I like. The, uh, It's just something that I was thinking about because it was just comparing to like now, like whenever I listen to rap music, it's, it is like more thoughtful shit, even with the drug dealing and shit. They talk about like, like Kendrick talks about fucking like depression he felt in the hood and whatnot. And I was like, dude, no one talked about this shit in the nineties. <laughs> Biggie had a song called suicidal thoughts or whatever. And people clowned him for it. And I was like, this is, I don't know. It's a, it's a yeah, vastly it's a different, different society. Time. Yeah. I wish other genres would fucking <laughs> make stuff people wanted to listen to. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was just a little little thing I had on it. Lumineers will bum you out. They <laughs> got some sad songs. <laughs> Lumineers is for camping and fucking off. <laughs> Nothing more. Oh man. Well that's music. You got to hear me ramble about uh the enjoyment I get from depressing <laughs> rap music. <laughs> Oh, now, Jesse, it's your time to shine. I've, I've blabbered a fuckload on this episode, uh-huh. but uh, let's talk about some politics. Let's talk about my not enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish they talked more about suicide <laughs> and depression. Let's get into politics. Uh, uh, we kind of got we got two trains going right now. One's leaving the station and one's, one's arriving. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about Trump oh, for man. a minute. 
Um, oh, man. So this this guy's off off the rails. If you haven't if you haven't paid attention to the past four years, kind of cuckoo. Um, <laughs> not like super stable. Yeah, I'm not at all. Yeah, but uh, he seems to be absolutely certain, and I don't think that this is him doing marketing or trying to rile up his base. I think he legitimately believes he won the election. <laughs> uh, I really do. Like, I I think he's that fucking That's deranged. A- Okay, I agree, but that's a take I don't think I've thought of, <laughs> oddly. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure this man is, like, fully believes that the deep state stole this from him and that he's getting fucked. Oh, um, poor guy. He is uh, desperately asking for money from every different dipshit that likes to give money oh, yeah. to ex-presidents. And um, he sued every state, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan. He even sued some states um, that weren't even fucking close. Yeah. I think uh, Wisconsin was one of them. And he yeah. was like, why? <laughs> like, Dude. He didn't have a shot there, bud. But yeah. uh, all of them have been thrown out. Like yeah. local judges, uh, state-level judges, the Supreme Court just recently. No one's giving him a, a second on this. Yeah. he has no evidence. No. I love seeing those fucking news stories probably me being like, Oh no, I'm a little nervous. And then people are like, no, 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 no. And then today it was like the Supreme Court voted on uh, Supreme Court, who two justices got put on and uh, three, three, yeah, or three by Trump, and fucking unanimous. a hard no unanimously. And I was like, thank God, like fuck Joe Biden, we're not where we need to be. But like oh, it no. feel this feels like we're closing a book on this fucking nonsense. And, and I we can. When we recorded that last one, I I didn't end on like this is over. I ended on like this could be bad. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what what's gonna happen, and I'm still not gonna say that because I don't want to look back on yeah. this episode and be like, oh, what an idiot. If only I knew it was to yeah. come. But uh, I'm willing to say I feel better. The percentages that that clock of like, are we gonna hit full fascism? Yeah, uh, and just no more democracy. We're much closer to the this. We're still. Yeah. Everything is we're, fucked. We're only in the red. But yeah, we're, we're not. We, we don't have to completely give up. Yet. Yeah, we haven't broken the odometer. So let's ignore that train. It's off its rails. It's fallen over. It tried to leave the station. It's just kind of dying. Yeah. The other nice thing is that uh, they're still terrible and idiot, terrible idiots, but most Republicans are not following him down this path. Yeah. They seem to. They continue to watch Fox News. Yeah. And Fox News is not on his team. They're no. like, he's a fucking. They, they turn on him like a dime because they're all snakes yeah. and they don't give a fuck about all each Fox, other. Oh, Fox. A bunch of Trump supporters now think that Fox News is liberal. Yes. Which, oh. Luckily, mwah. that's a very small percentage of. Of the, the fact base. that there's a percentage. Yeah, that's <laughs> But anyways, let's move on. Let's get on the, the Joe Biden train. So he's obviously mm-hmm. got a lot to do before he takes over on January 20th. The, yep. the big things are, you know, just being like a, the, the the bullshit part of it. The giving the speeches, the saying yeah. what he's going to do, all the promises he's going to make. Um, no, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it. I don't, yeah. I don't give a fuck what he says. Uh, but what he is doing he's is gonna he's going to bore the shit out of us yeah. before he gets in office. <laughs> he uh, He's going to pick his cabinet. Okay, and that's just incredibly important because these are the these to an extent matter more than the president. The president matters more because he picks them, but these are going mm-hmm. to be his advisors and going to make all the decisions for him that he's just going to stamp because yeah. he trusts these people. Yeah, um, he also is barely there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. They've actually had, Kamala picked her cabinet. They've had, they had uh, another cabinet position added uh, to feed the president and clothe him <laughs> daily and draw clocks. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm just gonna tie it up with a nice little bow to end on just a shit note. He's not doing shit for young people. He's not no. doing shit for progressives. Uh, yeah. If you felt like you had to pick the lesser of the two evils, 
man, he looked at you and he said, sucker, and he <laughs> ran the fuck off with your vote because he's not doing shit for us. Uh, the number one thing I want to talk about, uh, Nira Tandem, Tandon. Mm. Uh, she is going to be on his cabinet, and she is like the definition of the most corporate, yeah, uh, polished, um, just beholden to shareholder Democrat yeah. that could possibly the exact thing that led to Trump. That's what she yeah. is. I read forty five seconds of that shit, just like going through her record. I was like, oh man, politicians are gonna are gonna politic. politic like we're yes. fucked. <laughs> she she was part of a uh, I don't think it was a political action committee, but some type of influence group that yeah. lobbied. And they gave themselves a real progressive-sounding name and then did the opposite of any progressive act whatsoever, just trying to spearhead and destroy Medicare for All and any other thing that might help American people. And then, in addition to all that, she's somewhat Trumpian in her Twitter use. Oh, no. Which, generally, for politicians, I, I don't care. I didn't care that much about Trump's tweeting anyways. I thought most of it was just fucking insane and kind of nice to be able to look. You could point at the yeah. insanity. But she likes Some to get on there. Funny. And just shit on progressives, just yeah. like in mean, useless ways that politicians oh shouldn't be doing. But, Clown. Uh, yeah. Joe, we fucking told you last time we weren't going to go easy on you. Fuck you, Joe Biden. Yeah, so uh, hopefully we'll see how the Georgia elections go. Yeah. It, there's. I'm going to be honest with you all. There's not going to be a lot in politics for the next month. No. Until late January, we're not going to see much happen. Yeah. I can't. The one thing I hope doesn't happen is that everyone who thinks the world is saved now from fucking Joe Biden is like... Goes back to brunch. N- no, yeah. Well, I hope not. I hope they're like, oh, wait, maybe things aren't perfect. Because I think the funniest video I ever saw in my life, it was a TikTok of like... It was put over the super inspirational music, and it was like, when the East Village found out in New York, and it's fucking 400 white people dancing. <laughs> like it's a fucking parade, dude. Uh, I, uh, I've i got one hope. It's that on January 20th, all student loan debt is canceled in the entire United States. We pray. Because Joe Biden can do that without any approval from Congress. Yeah. Or the Supreme Court being involved in any way, he has the power to do it. Or fuck it. I hope it happens tomorrow because Trump could do it. Yeah. I hope he I hope he just dodges left and fucks it all. What if Trump fucking cancels student loan debt and acts universal health care? I don't know how it works. Sorry, I'm an idiot. <laughs> that would <that'd laughs> be a little hard for him. It gives everyone $10,000. Just completely destroys the deficit. Yeah. Oh, I fucking hope it happened. He did, uh, just to jump back on the train that's knocked over when it was trying to leave the station, uh, Donald Trump did threaten to completely defund the military. (laughs) (laughs) Bet you won't. (laughs) Bet you fucking won't. Pussy. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, we got a lot of politicians threatening to do cool stuff, and yeah. I'm not hopeful for any of it happening. But. If only Joe Biden was a socialist, we were told he was. <laughs> if we lived in the world that Fox News painted for the next four years, goddamn, the world would be a great place. <laughs> I'm fucking kidding. Oh, man. Well, that wraps up politics, and that wraps up December's Variety Hour. Yeah. Stay safe. Yeah. Be hard during these holidays. <laughs> uh, what do we got next week? Next week, we have a In the Lab. Oh, I'm fucking excited. I'm excited <laughs> to record it. But uh, thank you all for listening. I fucked up that horribly. <laughs> Fuck that up horribly. Fuck, Jesus fuck, Christ. Fuck, 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 fuck.